Robbie Sheeran, author of Tales from Another Dimension, a sci-fi collection. Welcome to the first episode of a series with Robbie Sheeran. Robbie was born in Scotland, moved to the U.S. when he was 22. He's married with one daughter and lives in Massachusetts. You're published in various online and paperback literacy journals. You have a short story collection, Tales from Another Dimension, uh, available at Bull Moose Portsmouth, as well as Amazon. Hey, Robbie, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. You know, you're, you're our first guest uh, that's from Scotland. So tell us, what was it like growing up reading science fiction in Scotland? You know, I wasn't a big reader as a kid. It was more TV, movies, my own imagination. Uh, the first book I read, it was probably in my teens. It was called The Wasp Factory by Ian Banks, which is kind of a dark, very dark book. Check it out if, you, if, you, if you're able to. And then it wasn't until my late 20s that I actually really started to get into reading I met Dan Brown at a, a book signing, and it was right around the time of Angels and Demons, and um, instantly got my attention reading his books. And they're they're pretty thick books, but uh, I went back and read his Digital Fortress and um, uh, Deception Point, and although not sci-fi, and then I got into Asimov and Ray Bradbury, and I was I was warned the foundation was very long. Uh, a lot of books. I think there's seven books in that. So I started out with uh, his robot series, Caves of Steel, The Naked Sun. And from that point on, I was just fascinated. I, I mean, I was always fascinated by sci-fi, but actually reading sci-fi was uh, was just wonderful. For me, it was an escapism. So so what age like, were you when you started reading sci-fi, like Asimov and uh, Ian Bates? It wasn't until my late 20s. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. is that when you were in the U.S.? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like I say, the only book I read as a kid, um, I was out rather, I wanted to go out and climb trees and throw stones. And I was one of those kids I did not read. I did not like to read unless I had to. But uh, uh, Ian Banks's The Wasp Factory really got my attention. And again, it wasn't until later on I started finding uh, authors that I really enjoyed. <clears throat> And you live in you live near Boston. There's a lot of it's a pretty strong literary circle there, and there's a lot of probably a lot of authors, you know, famous author readings that drop drop in over there. Yeah, yeah, Boston's you know, the, the, Boston's a great city for that for that type of thing for celebrity, even concerts and authors and all that stuff. You know, sports. <laughs> Have you been to ReaderCon? I have not. You know, it's it's different. I I only. My pursuing writing is just a part-time thing, unfortunately, for now. Um, I have a full-time job, so I have a pretty busy life. But I, I hope to one day, 
visit visit one of those. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That one's actually in well, I say in Boston, but let's call it the greater Boston area. Yeah. That's a literary convention, which means there's mostly other authors like yourself and from various levels of 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 uh how do I say experience and success and all that. So you'll get to meet some pretty cool people and uh, there'll be panels about writing. And for me, it was a great, how do I say, I want to call it marketing opportunities isn't quite the right word, but like making network networking with other, other authors. And she'll immediately connect with people who are just like you and who yeah. are trying to solve the same problems. And, and uh, uh, it's, it's really great that way. Yeah. You know, the, the authors that I have met uh, online or through different social media, some of them have been really helpful on my journey with editing and how to promote things and even just how to write, you know, because I was not a studious person in school. I hated school. I was a writer later on uh, in my life and uh, I had to learn a lot, you know, like, like some authors, it just comes naturally for me. I had to kind of learn it and, uh, how, how to construct sentences and all this stuff. So it was quite a, was quite a process. What did your parents do growing up? Well, I didn't know my father. My mom was a cleaner. She was a single parent. She raised me and my, my brother in Scotland. But she did enjoy writing poetry. Oh. And then I had an uncle that has written a few books on Vikings. He's into that whole Viking scene. I have another uncle who's an artist. So there is some kind of creativity in, in the family there. When did you realize you enjoy writing science fiction? Um, whew, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I've always been the type of person that likes to play jokes on people and likes to surprise people and shock people uh, in a good way. And I, I guess that kind of took me into writing because a lot of things I write have twists and turns in them and I will lead them down a, a certain pathway and then they will end up somewhere completely different where they did not expect. So my personality has always been that way. And when I started to write, that's kind of what I wanted to kind of do with people, my readers, you know? All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you have an advantage too from being born outside the U.S. You're going to, your, your brain is going to be in a different state than those of us if you will, locals, and uh, you'll probably come up with uh, different fresher, creative ideas. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like castles and the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Tales from Another Dimension is a short story collection. How did you decide what to put in there? It's kind of a, a funny story. I initially wanted to write a collection of stories that were just general fiction. They were not sci-fi. And they were all based around this fictional village called Crumville. And my plan was to have all these individual stories, but somehow they were all interlinked. You could, they were standalone stories, but they were all interlinked somewhere by an event or a character. And of course, they were all tied to this, this uh, town of Cromville in England. And I had a one story that was set during the, the Black Plague, you know, and one of those people emigrated to, to this little town and, and created that. So I was working on that. In the meantime, I was writing my short sci-fi stories, which I love to do, and I was submitting them to various publishers and magazines and different platforms. Uh, so I had these two things going at once, and I just couldn't do both. 
So I had only had a couple of sci-fi stories uh, published in some magazines. And I thought, well, you know, I have all these sci-fi stories that I've written. I could just do that as my short story collection. And that's why I, I brought them all together and decided to do a collection of uh, short sci-fi stories. Crumville is on the back burner for now. So I still, like like many writers, we have stories that we are half finished or unedited or um, they need a, a conclusion to them and they're just uh, locked away somewhere in the, the back of my uh, Word doc collection. So we may go back to that, but that's how the story of Tales from Another Dimension came about. Okay, cool. So... So Crumville's a different thing, and the Tales from Another Dimension is a it's a fairly diverse collection, or is there a thematic uh, tie-in? So they are all completely standalone, and they are all very different. And it's not they're not hard sci-fi stories. So if if people are not into sci-fi, they will still find these stories fun and entertaining. They've been likened to the Twilight Zone, like. Many of those stories are more kind of mystery, sometimes a little horror. They're not technically sci-fi, but they're still in that kind of genre. So these stories, you may get just some, you know, some kids who they think their neighbors are a little weird. And, it, you know, are they aliens? Are they not? You know, and then you've got stories that are set in space, different things going on there. So they are all a little different. Yeah. So. Sci-Fi Thoughts wants to expand. We want to grow from not just your podcast player, but to spread to your co-workers, your family, and your friends. But I haven't got any friends. Why, you little... One, two, three... Oh, no, you don't. We know you've got friends who are, who are into the science, who are into science fiction. These are the people who are playing Halo and Stellaris and, and other space games instead of watching college football. There are the ones in the NASA t-shirts who are busy inventing something with their 3D printers. Email them a link to this podcast. Send them a social media request. Heck, even speak to them and tell them that you've enjoyed the show. The main point is to impress upon them how much you enjoy sci-fi thoughts. Tell them to go to the URL sci-fi thoughts.space. Don't keep sci-fi thoughts secret because keeping secrets from science fiction fans just isn't nice. Check out the show notes and you will find links to Robbie Sheeran's website and quick links to purchase his book, Tales from Another Dimension. What are show notes? Show notes show up right in your podcast player for your convenience. You're not using a podcast player? Well, then go back to the website where you downloaded the MP3 and there you will see the show notes in that web page. Next episode, more Robbie Sheeran. 
you might be more inclined to, uh, you know, uh, if you will follow along my business model because I'm putting money on the table. But when it's you are investing your your own spare time, mm-hmm. if it's not fun to write, it's not going to probably get done. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When those you know when those dollar signs start showing up, then you might be willing to be. Well, yeah, I can write what you want. <laughs> right, right. But uh, you know when when you're when you're starting out like myself, and uh, you kind of you. And to, along with that is you're learning a craft too. You're learning how to write. You're learning how to uh, describe a, a scene or a story or develop a character. And that's a learning curve too if you're a new writer. So you kind of want to know what you're writing, be happy with what you're writing, uh, um, you know, as you start out so that you can become that well-developed writer. <laughs> 